What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. We all know vulnerability is a strength, a power that if you express yourself through, that it can empower other people while allowing for meaningful change in your own life. I have probably touched on vulnerability as a topic and have definitely been an example on here as I share and discover deep parts of myself holding me back from this great life that I'm trying to create. I don't know how much I have to labor the benefits of vulnerability. And while I don't think I'll ever stop talking about the benefits, I wanted to talk today about vulnerability from a different angle. I wanted to talk about the double-edged nature of it or the effect it could be having that you weren't intending for. Like most things in life, there is a balance that must be retained to have a healthy relationship with something. And it can become a vice instead of a virtue really fast if that balance is upset. And there are a lot of things that fit in this criteria. You can have too much sympathy, too much humility, too much honesty, too much of anything and the balance is thrown off. And then you should stop and ask yourself at least, why do I find myself on this extreme end? We've all seen 8 Mile with Eminem. And if you haven't, I'll give you a quick synopsis of what I'm referring to here. In the movie, Eminem was on the battle rap scene as an up-and-coming rapper. And in this final battle, he is up against the head honcho of the enemy group. And since most of battle rap is about punchlines to poke holes in the other person's character or reputation and exploit their weaknesses, what Eminem did was genius that shows the power of vulnerability. Because he got to go first on this last final battle against the head honcho, instead of dissing the other person the whole time, he decided to take away the gun from his assailant. He took away all their ammo by rapping about himself and all the punchlines that they would have said. He said it about himself. He makes fun of his own skin color, his own life, his own mother, the fact that his girl cheated on him with one of their guys. Literally, he exposed himself. And when he was done rapping, the head boss, who was now supposed to rap, just forfeited because he had nothing to say. And I kind of ruined this movie for you if you've never seen it. Sorry. But what are you going to take away from a person who is willing to bear it all? That's why the people who can laugh at themselves and their own mistakes are so attractive and freeing to us because they remind us to lighten up when we make mistakes ourselves. And now I'm laboring some more of the benefits of vulnerability here as this is something that I quite often do myself, this burying my soul for taking away the punchline. And if I recall, I think I started doing it as a defense mechanism. Similar to this, as an immigrant kid who moved to a different country with a different accent and a different style, you can imagine I got made fun of plenty. But I learned early on that I could diffuse any attempt at humor at my expense if I just addressed it matter-of-factly. So if someone tried to ask me a question that I know would lead to their punchline, I would beat them to it and be like, oh, is that what you wanted to hear or is that what you were getting at? Pretty soon, I wasn't any fun to make fun of. 
It's pretty hard to take someone for a ride when they over-intellectualize something and dampen the joke. So yeah, I started using vulnerability and just saying the punchline that they were going to use against me as a defense mechanism. And what started out as a defense also became my greatest strength in most of my relationships. Being able to bear my soul has allowed me the deepest of friendships and the healthiest of work environments that anyone would ever ask for. Because when you really see the other person as a human and you realize that they feel as much as you, it is very hard to feel distant from them or treat them with insensitivity like they are a machine. It also helped having my first manager, who I consider my family for life, who always went around saying with pride that I wear my heart on my sleeve. And I couldn't help but love that about him. And I learned to develop that in myself. I want to wear my heart on my sleeve and I don't want to hide it in shrouds and make you work for it to see it. So now what could be the double-edged nature in all of this? Well, just as vulnerability is a shield to protect you in rap battles or virtually through any scenario in life, the very fact that it is a shield can be something that is tempting enough to hide behind. You see, when you become someone who is so open to bearing your soul and sharing your flaws, while you are willing to share those flaws and floss those flaws with pride for everyone to see, there still has to be a part of you that continues to work on refining the diamond that is you, those flaws, so they can come out of the rough. Just because you have built the courage to share your shortcomings does not mean that you stop working on making them long. And it's something that I audit myself on and thought about this, that it can become very tempting once you can blatantly share your flaws to then hide behind those flaws. To say that, that is how I am, even if you admit to struggling with it, or maybe even admit to the work you are doing on it or have done on it, what is happening is that you are somewhat seeking acceptance for that flawed state. You are saying, this is my deep flaw and I am struggling with it and that you may experience friction against it when dealing with me in this area. And in a way, in the actual laying out of it transparently, you could be seeking approval. Or you could be expecting the other person who now sees your flawed nature in this regard, you could be expecting them to now be more understanding of that flawed nature. And in that way, you are creating more room in the world for the flaw to exist. You are creating a more comfortable space for that flaw to occupy because you are taking away the discomfort of having to compensate for it or hide it or work on it. And that lack of discomfort that often leads to us hiding our flaws, probably why people hide their flaws, can now be replaced with a comfortable place you have now, quote unquote, courageously given your flaw to occupy. And this is where I think you can encounter some risk in your development. Because you are now using vulnerability as a crutch instead of the jetpack that it's supposed to be instead of using it to build a track for you to run on and continuously hammer away at your flaws because you have 
become so comfortable with sharing your flaws and asking people to accept them instead of running towards progress, you might settle into the unnerved limp that you have now gotten approval for having. This is quite a nuanced thing for most people that might not be able to relate to this because many of us have never even let ourselves get vulnerable enough for this to be a problem. But for the few that are listening that are attracted to the way that I share my flaws and is something that resonates with you because you might be that way, I want you to know that I am trying to ensure it is not something that I hide behind. I do not want to come on here and be vulnerable as a way to give myself permission to stay that way. It's quite the opposite. But there is a risk in being too vulnerable that many of us don't even have to think about. And that there could be a sort of addiction to laying yourself out there in the open for all to judge. Because again, what can you take away from me if I'm already willing to take it away from myself? What can you discredit me on when I already discredit myself more than you ever could? You can see the addiction that that can lead to. Because it is almost an intoxicating sense of power. It is a way of shoring up soft parts of me that might hurt by opening myself up to the hurt voluntarily. And while all that might still be a benefit in some regard, it can quickly become a vice when applied for the wrong reasons. If you have no intention of improving upon something that you are being vulnerable about, then understand that you are seeking approval for something that in a sense you are saying, I am this way and I will probably stay this way because I'm not putting effort in improving it. So the sooner I tell you this way that I am, the sooner you can get used to it because I don't have any plans of changing it. So in a sense, you are making your problems, your flaws static, and with your vulnerability, you are handing over the responsibility to the other person to have to deal with it. You are creating a comfortable place for that flaw to exist. And that is not vulnerability. Or it's disingenuous at best. And it's corrupting the very nature of what it's meant for. And that is to give yourself the room and permission to be imperfect while you work towards betterment. And the main benefit of vulnerability is for you and you only. Just being able to voice the tender parts of you just having the courage to even voice them is meant to allow you to make them tangible and then to deal with them. Not for them to be made tangible, to remain a tender spot still and at any time then can be exploited and disturb your peace. And that's another thing that expressing yourself vulnerably can lead to. Peace. But again, in this, you must be careful because peace can be temporary if not attained through proper means. In expressing your vulnerable nature, you release dopamine because you signal to your body that you are uncovering something that you are now going to work on. The very act of digging something up, or first digging for it in the first place, signals that you are seeking a treasure and that treasure, once unearthed, will be utilized for something. Or else, why would you even dig? So if you dig and unearth treasures, and vulnerably express through those crevices, then it is incumbent on you to make something of it. That is why the dopamine is released. It is the signaling 
that something great is now in progress, that the process has begun for something, something that leads to peace. But if you release that dopamine and don't do anything about what treasure you unearthed, then you are just giving yourself cheap hits of dopamine and abusing its purpose. And then the peace you get from that is as temporary as the expression. And then you might find yourself needing to unearth more and more treasures that you'll never use just to get that hit again. Be vulnerable just for the sake of being vulnerable and open. Just because of the hit it gives you as you fool yourself into thinking that you will make progress. See, there are levels to peace. Real peace is settling to your senses. It doesn't require recurring effort to maintain that same peace. You move on. That comes from actually working on your deficits, actually doing the work on what your vulnerable expression points to is unearthing. Without it, you are fooling yourself and then involving everyone else in this game of foolery with you. Vulnerability is a shield, but armor is not needed in times of peace. And though you may still need it for the constant war going on inside of you, just make sure your war is advancing towards enemy lines, progressing your stable turf, or else you will be fighting endless battles. And even the shield won't protect you against the weapons of time. Love you, family. Stay true, always. See you on the next show.